0: Take two. <laughs> oh
1: shit!
0: <sighs> oh. I thought the second time really round. <laughs> <laughs> thought
1: the second time around I might not listened to MJ, but day gone. <laughs> I'm still all alone.
0: no, you're not. You're listening with us
1: <laughs>
0: now for some pers- context, not perspective. Mikey and I actually hit record on this for about three minutes in and I got going and then I realised I was not supposed to, supposed to read out what I started reading out and so we had to bin the last pod. But Mikey, in the first go at having a crack at this, told me he doesn't like fucking Michael
1: Jackson. No. Oh, I shouldn't I say he doesn't like fucking
0: Michael <laughs> Jackson because that is
1: pretty weird. <laughs> I'm in all sorts
0: of trouble. Sorry.
1: No, no, I'm not a huge MJ fan. Oh, I don't mind I was playing in the background, mate. I'm pretty cruisy. I'm very, uh, any music suits me. You're a good guy, mate. Um, Before we go anywhere, should we ask for some reviews? Yes, please. If you haven't already, please leave a five-star
0: for this. Just stop what you're doing right now, pull over in your car, or if you've got a Tesla, take your hands off the wheel, put that thing (laughs) in auto-steer, and just go five-star on your phone, or even subscribe, and that's going to ensure that this content ends up in front of more people and we're a higher chance to help 100,000 Kiwis have a better financial life. That's it. That said, this pod is dedicated to the people who have sent in their financial stories. Now, what I did is I thought I would try and collect some stories from people within the Keep The Change community that other people can learn from, so that it's not just Mikey and I always banging on, but I thought I would read some of these to Mikey, and Mikey hasn't seen any of these yet. Now, the first time we tried to record this podcast, I started reading out someone's very intense story, and then I realised at the end of it said, please do not share this with your (laughs) (laughs) So I will honour that person and not do that. Now, the... List said, would you like to be uh, remain anonymous? And then where are you from as well? Now, this person is from the Bay of Plenty. So this is a 23-year-old male, currently earning 85K with no qualifications, never had any debt at all. Privileged enough, we should get that terminology out of the vocab, to have saved and invested 30K with my parents at 6% interest, 3% in 2022. So they must have, um, yeah, they've lent their... But mm. they've given the money to their parents, right? And they're paying them the interest. And plan to save an additional thirty an additional thirty one K, fifty percent of my income in two thousand and twenty three. Every time I save five K, I transfer again as traditionally I blow it on a new thing after five K. Now I've spoken about this before where I was the same. I'd get to about 10, 12 K in savings mm. and then I'd fuck it up. I'd get to fifteen, eighteen, 18. Uh, somehow re- end up. You reach,
1: you reach a goal and then you achieve the goal and you don't have another goal in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you
0: basically pull yourself back to your, your limits. Uh, I have a goal and I'm currently planning to make 5K from per year from side hustles this year. That's pretty cool. Really struggle with sticking to a budget as I tend to overcomplicate spreadsheets but have since opened a new EFTPOS card for each expense, bills, groceries, leisure. Gee, that's intense. Is an alternative to a spreadsheet budget? I mean, whatever works, right?
1: Like yeah, That's good I awareness. Go for it, yep.
0: I've got a 5K emergency fund. I like that. And savings account with a different bank. than my main spending account so you don't have any temptation. Questions. Wondering what my next step is. Do I just keep smashing the savings and growing my income? Should I be investing elsewhere? I've put everything into the 6% loan of my parents as it's guaranteed. That is a pretty good return, 6%. They're probably not paying tax on that too.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a mean return. <laughs> so you wouldn't
0: be, so they're paying, they're on 85K a year, so their tax rate would be 33%, yeah. so they would be losing 2% of that 6% to tax straight away to yeah, the yeah. IRD. So yeah, anyway, yeah, kind so of like getting 9 or 10.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's mean.
0: Not an exciting story for the pod, but would love some answers or advice to the questions. Well, I was this lad once, like I was on 85K around that uh, but yeah, I wasn't saving money and giving it to my parents In <laughs> any interest. I was fucking paying it back to Westpac and <laughs> QCard and paying back my beard and my lazy boy that
1: I'd brought. Um, but yeah, what you know, I'd get spicy, man. Like it's got the f- basics and the idea of everything in the right direction. Work out how, how to double your income. Okay, double. You it. Know? Like if you're on eighty five k, that's mean. But yep. like one seventy is better. Yeah. <laughs> well, so like if you're having trouble Like saving up extra And going back down to your limit And stuff like that But you've got this mean savings thing anyway mm. Take the extra money That you're working out Out of this budget And be like I'm going to spend all of this on Working out how I can I mean it sounds like It's got the side hustle going anyway Well I've got a goal to get to 5k Like I think 5k is too small of a goal Yeah 50, <laughs> 50. <laughs> Shit Just
0: I was about zero. to say 15k Yeah okay <laughs> 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 yeah yeah <laughs> Because my method here is, okay, you're on 85K at the moment and if you've got a side hustle goal of 5K, well, 5K, let's let's triple that thing to make your total income then be 100K and you're into the top sort of 10 to 15% of income earners in the country. And that's just a cool thing to be able to achieve to then realise oh, fuck, this is pretty sick earning 100K. And also, your life still isn't exactly amazing at 100K. Yeah. It's a good, good wake-up call.
1: Yeah, it's a good one, eh? Yeah, because mm. it's like an achievement plus being like, oh, shit, yeah. this needs to be more.
0: And you've got to then think, what is your more? So what else do you want? I think that the, the boring bit of saving money and earning it is that if you don't know what you're going to use it for, it seems kind of pointless. Mm. But if you... You know, this person may, this 23-year-old male, might meet the love of his life next, next year. And then she's going, hey, by the way, like I've saved this. i kind of- way to
1: spend it all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, do you want to pay off some of my debt? And, uh, no, they, they might want to buy a property. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, I gotta, uh, life didn't look like this. I've got a fucking Labrador and uh, I've got to fix the fence so that he doesn't get out anymore and we're going to bloody buy this house. or you know." And then all of a sudden it's like, man, that was cool. I can do this because I saved that money. So I never regretted saving money. Uh, when I actually then needed the money. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. But I always begrudgingly was like, this is pretty boring. This is like there's, this. is a weird thing. When you get paid, and you get paid quite a bit of money, and you are really financially responsible, and as soon as you get paid, you go and, you go and allocate all of your cash, and mm. then you're like, you know what? It came in 15 minutes ago. I've allocated it everywhere, <laughs> yeah. and I've got to fucking work another two weeks yeah. or four weeks until I have this day again. It, yep. it is not that exciting and I can see why people are like is that what life is but you've then got to figure out what it is for you that's going to then make it exciting at some stage or or what you're going to do with that cash
1: yeah when you start having a bit of cash flow it can actually get quite boring so you need something to hang on to it's like the Mm. end result or else it'll just fizzle out you know and you'll go and blow it and do dumb stuff 23
0: year old male Fuck me, man. That is uh, outstanding at that age to be this it's gangster. A, earning this money. Like, doesn't seem like they've got debt. They're already thinking more. They've got an
1: emergency fund. What, I, I would, Bay of Plenty. Bay of Plenty, yeah. We mate, love the Bay. Tell him, yeah, we love the Bay, but come up to Auckland. We'll get it. Like, bay of Empty, mate. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. We'll, we'll get him up to Auckland. He should come be a mortgage broker. Okay, mate. Uh, if you want to be a mortgage broker, <laughs> get in touch with
0: Mikey. <laughs> but what I would do here, too, is I would get myself excited, I'd do the math. And what that means is basically I would then start jumping online, jumping on Sorted, figuring out, okay, I'm 23 now. What is my KiwiSaver if I stay on this path? What does it look like by 65? What does my uh, investments look like if I had a 5% return on these for the next 40 years that takes me to 63? Mm. Like start doing some figures to then you might surprise yourself and be like, oh, is that all I'd have? Or like, oh... That's fucking heaps. Okay, cool. Or then I might scale it back to 30. Or you might just just start playing with some numbers to figure out where the path that you're currently on is going to take you, and it can either really inspire you or Mm. give you a kick up the ass. The other piece thing I would say is, is be... Careful because you've now, you're you're like, you're also dangerous when you get to this position, right? Because you're kind of like, oh, I'm a little bit of in control in this shit and I can save some money and I've got my emergency fund and I'm earning probably more than some of my mates and stuff. And you're going to start going on some stag dues. You're going to start going on some big weeks away or weekends away. Or, hey, bro, you know, I'm thinking about going to this trip. Do you want to come? And you're like, yeah, fuck it. I'll drop 10G on that. And all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, that took me how long to save that? Yeah. And 10 grand's gone. Yeah. So. Be smart. Yeah, definitely. I think I'm talking to young Luke here. If I was, yeah, yeah, I would yeah, do nah, dumb shit. You,
1: you can definitely blow. It's not an amount that can't run out either. Yeah, yeah, you got to be careful with it.
0: Matt says my partner and I moved back from <laughs> overseas in 20. We allowed to
1: say this <laughs> name? <laughs> Fuck.
0: Oh. No, 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 no. It, it, there's a thousand Matts in <laughs> yeah, the country. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, Matt says I'm not bothered. He's from Hamilton. Chase him up, Matt. Uh, Matt and I moved back. Oh, my <laughs> partner and I moved back. Well, you never know. My partner and I moved back from overseas in 2019. We were living in Auckland a stable and reasonably paid jobs but didn't have a heap of savings as we spent most of it travelling. We see ourselves buying a house and getting ahead in Auckland. Well, you see, okay, and and it was around this time I'd become interested in property investment. I successfully convinced my partner, nice work, never easy, uh, that while we lived in Auckland, maybe an investment property was the way to go for our first house. With a combination of savings and taking out a loan against mum's house, which we paid the repayments on, We were able to pay a deposit for a two-bedroom townhouse in Christchurch CBD at the start of 2021. By the time we turned the key in mid-2022, the value of the property had increased at least 25% and up until recently had been paying for itself through the rent. We now are living happily in our second home in Hamilton and have moved the lending we had against mum's house for the Christchurch property onto the mortgage of the home we live in. Overall, this hasn't cost mum a cent, and I think this is a really good lesson in how parents... That are cash restricted but asset rich can support their kids into a first home.
1: Mm, guarantor,
0: yeah. How does yeah. this shit work? Is this can you summarise this in a different sort of a way because people yeah, are like what the fuck happens?
1: so where people get confused with the guarantor because they're like, oh my my mum's got a house that doesn't have a mortgage on it, so we can secure it against that. Um, and that's true, and it can be done, but it's not like uh, mum's taking on the mortgage. So, like she said, we're paying the repayments, right? Yeah, which is something really, t- so if you, if you need a million dollars, but against the house that you're trying to buy, the bank will say, you can have 800, you've got to go find the 200 somewhere else, and you want to, you know, I'll do that against mum's place. You have to remember that you're still borrowing a million, and that means you have to be able to service the million. And, like, the person who has the house that you're securing the 200 against has to be able to service it as well.
0: If you are unable to, they're going to fit the bill, right? Gotcha. So
1: they have to pass that. So if mum's retired and doesn't work and just gets the pension, you won't be able to get it. Yeah. So different strokes, different folks, it's going to be de- depending really on everyone's individual position. Yep. But if you've got the ability to do this just before one of the biggest property booms in history, why not? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, very good, very good timing for these people yeah. here. I've seen this go a little bit wrong where I had a client... Who was in a relationship that ended, but the dad had basically done the same sort of thing mm-hmm. and guaranteed, and then he was like, oh, I don't care, like, I want my profits.
1: Yeah, that can happen.
0: Speed this shit up, and yeah, it just can get messy. So you've got to be a little bit careful yeah. with something like this, right?
1: Yeah, like, we get trained so we're black and blue in the face, like, um, in the... Being a financial advisor, like to give tell people that you need to get independent legal advice in these scenarios. Nice. So everyone understands exactly what's going on.
0: I think it's a good example of people going, you know what, like I want to try and do a little bit more, and they're getting creative in a way to do it. Uh, as you know, some people be like, oh yeah, well I don't have parents that could do that, so lucky for some etc. These are just people's stories, okay? So just yep. let them be, let them live their lives. Now Kelsey is from Auckland, and she's debt free. Last student loan repayment, 2021. How good's that? That would be a good feeling. Outgoings about 25% of my net pay slash a week on 90K plus benefits, but in am fizzing to do my own thing. Will commit for this year for developing or developmental purposes, probably themselves, I think they mean. 5K in the old investment portfolio, auto invest $500 a month, saving 50K for a property deposit this year and 30K for a holiday next year and 15K for a new car. Planning resting in the first quarter of the year Then letting rip In the rest of the year One dependent
1: Was her name? Kelsey Yeah Kelsey's a weapon eh?
0: Yeah Jesus Kelsey is going to join the
1: military After listening to this podcast Because <laughs> yeah, she's a <laughs> fucking tank <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ I like how she's gone For the 50 grand deposit On the house And the 50k car it's Gonna be a gangster car.
0: Fifteen K car night oh, yeah, bloody
1: car loving yeah, bastard. <laughs> yeah. 30k
0: 30k holiday though. Like, that's a yeah, that's a trip to Australia Man. these days. Yeah. Uh 90k plus benefits, that's pretty good. But if, you know what do you mean, but and fizzing to oh fizzing to do my own thing one day. Mm. That's pretty cool. Got a dependent as well. Okay, let's get into the next one. So oh, this is a goodie. Jack is in Melbourne and not bothered. Okay, so after four years at university, I got a relatively well-paying full-time job as an engineer at the age of 22. I am now 32. Despite earning good money from a youngish age, I unfortunately listened to the ongoing narrative that houses were too expensive and that my generation would never buy their own homes. Oh man, this is a killer rate eh? Because I was dumb enough to take this on and believe it, I was silly with my money. I spent it as soon as it came into my bank account, and any savings I did manage to accumulate, I would blow on overseas holidays. Once I had enough set aside, it wasn't until mid 2018, with around 32k in various debts. Oh jeepers, man! Um, uni fees, credit card, car loans. I then I wished. Then I wised up and started tracking my money each fortnight in a spreadsheet. So they got themselves to a point with 32K in various debts. I would make a list of all the debts and all of the credits on payday just before my pay hit my account. I set up a traffic light system in Excel, which would give me a green or a red light for both total position and liquid position. Green meant my position had improved that fortnight, and red meant I'd gone backwards. Two green lights stated to become my goal. (laughs) Fuck, man. This person could be working for Fulton Hogan running traffic management. (laughs) But that's a true engineer, aren't they? Yeah. By the time COVID rolled around in March 2020, I'd wiped all of my debts except for 12K still on uni fees. These get automatically taken out each pay and there's little incentive to pay more than the minimum. That's a good point. At the same time, I had a grand total of $2,370.53 to my name in various bank accounts. That's an This I've really lived this journey yeah, to have it turned into the cent. Due to the fact that I'd effectively wiped my debts and the other fact that we couldn't leave the house for much of the next two years, I could start to... Pay, put more and more of my money away into savings. It was also around this time that the government brought in a scheme whereby you could now buy a house with a deposit of as little as 5%, down from 20% without paying mortgage insurance. I'd paid my uni fees off by mid-2021, which meant for the first time in 13 plus years, I was 100% debt-free. That would have been fucking epic feeling. Mm. I'd also managed to save 24K in cash by this point and had a house deposit was starting to look uh, and a house deposit was starting to look possible. At that time, I'd also been with my wonderful girlfriend for around 12 months, and she'd been very helpful in having somebody on the same page financially discuss aims and goals with. Fast forward 12 months to July 2022, and we managed to buy a house together. I had managed to put together 53k in savings, and we joined forces and brought a home together in the suburbs of Melbourne. I've also got a small Cheesy's account with around $3,500 in it, which I add $100 to fortnightly. This was all thanks to Follow and Keep the Change of I've gone from being a clever fellow with shit for brains when it came to money management to now feeling like I've got my future set up and I know that I'm putting myself in a good financial position and will actually have something to show for my work by the time I'm 40. I couldn't say the same thing when I turned 30. Thanks a million for your content. You've been instrumental in helping me to think a bit more about what I'm spending my money on and you've really helped me to get my shit together. Sorry for the rambling post. This is the first time I've ever written this out and in full and it feels good to see how far
1: I've come. Yeah, that's pretty gangster. I was just about to say, like, there are some serious bloody fences, just over there, right? Eh? Yeah,
0: and this is the fifth submission. Okay, and I, I read this last line. It feels good to see how far I've come. This is the first time I've written this out, and there's quite a there's few something, something that in end there, this, isn't there, man. There, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and there's probably five or six throughout this forty that are like, fuck, I've never written this down before. Now that I read this, like, write this, or I didn't think this was going to be so long until I started writing, but I feel yeah. really good about it. So maybe there's a there's something to be said for writing down. Well, you you, you write shit down, hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah, this is pretty cool. I guess if we go right back to you know. 22, this is 10 years ago, they're, they're coming out of uni, they're in debt, get to 2018, they're fucking 32K in a hole, you probably, Massive it's probably turnaround. 50K, like 50K worth of income, you've got to then earn, mm-hmm. pay your tax on to then clear that debt, uh, 2022, they'd wiped all of those debts, they've still got some debt uh, on the student loan and whatnot, so they'd, they'd taken two years to clear that 32K in debt, uh, 2021... <laughs> They've then got themselves 100% debt free. They've then started to save some cash. They've got to $50,000 in savings and they've been able to bought, buy a property. Pretty gangster. I think something magical happens when you do meet a partner that you're like really on the same wavelength with it as well and it kind of helps you level your shit up. And there's a story later on that we'll get to where someone thought that they were but then they found out a bit of stuff that might change their financial trajectory. But... I think it gives you like that layer of accountability. And I I do think lads and lasses, we're we're looking for that to like meet that person and then to get called out every now and then being like, mate, like what are you doing blowing all of that cash? And for a lot of us, I think when you're single, you don't have that until you have that person and they start to apply their lens of how they see finances to your life going, uh, excuse me, like that was a lot of money you just spent or how, how are you? And then you start to learn other people's perspectives on cash. Um. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is gangster, eh? Yeah, these they, they <laughs> a few goodies in here. So, uh, that last one is cool because it shows you can get yourself into the shit and there is a comeback, but it takes years. And it's the same for me. Paying off my 15 grand credit card is yeah. fucking quick and easy to spend it. And gee, it was fun the whole way through. And I never really <laughs> thought of the consequences. <laughs> you start paying those things back, you realize, like, uh, I'm going to be paying this back for a number of years. It's yeah, not you,
1: can, you need to have, like, a. Yeah, it needs to. You need, like, a five year runway the other way and the other way, and then your life completely changes and you can have whatever you want later on.
0: This next one, mate, is from Whangarei, Northland, but we can't name it. it. says, being around other young guys three to seven years older than me, mates of my older brothers that were successful and were buying their first houses when I was about 20, I realised I'd need to work like a crazy man and save the, save like a Scrooge to achieve the same. I also wondered about increasing what was coming in, so went not asked my boss if he could give me some incentives about how much I'd need to bring in, I'll bring him in in order to increase my salary. So this person's thinking I want extra income. They're talking to their boss about it and they're saying how can I make you more money and in return I want to get paid more. He said he'd need to be He'd never been asked that before, but he would do some sums. He came back a few weeks later with an offer that I'd, that if I wanted to move into a more aggressive selling in an area of the country we didn't work much in, he'd increase my pay by 10 grand per annum for every increase I got on repeating revenue in the same area of 35K per month, so long as the average margin was over 40% gross profit. This getting technical for some. And that the increase proved it wasn't just a one-off by sustaining recurring revenue over three months and then it not dropping away. So basically what the boss said is like, you go work in this part, of the country you've got to be able to get you've got to increase revenue by 35k a month and if you can do that I'm going to give you 10k of that and it's got to be above a certain profit margin so it was a real win-win which delivered profitable recurring revenue for him that would out would outlast me if I left him, i.e. if he left the job, eventually he did leave the company after he sold the business. While increasing my earning potential, I had something I could really put my teeth into that was hugely measurable and massively motivating. Within the next year, I'd taken my salary from $40,000 to 85K. Over a double in a year. My memory is a bit hazy, but feel like it took me somewhere around eight months. My area was Auckland, and to make the most of that time, I would get out of bed at about 3.40 a.m., get in the car, drive the road, beat the traffic, arrive near my customer about 6.30 a.m., have a snooze, and then drink thermos, thermos. What are they called? Like fucking <laughs> thermos. thermos. Yeah, thermos coffee and fruit for bricky. <laughs> but <laughs> bringing from home before hitting visits for the day used to do that three to four days a week so it wasn't easy but at 20 you can do it if you want to put your mind to it mm-hmm. that is where like a lot of people are like nah i'm out yeah. i'm not getting up 340 like nah i'm not fucking doing three hours work before i get to my first client meeting you know, that's, year olds that's a
1: more than like whatever Close. percentage of the country yeah because he's getting up and doing that what a grinder I mean
0: The other win was cutting up my credit card, which I'd used for impulsive purchases and then paid it off out of savings. Thankfully, never let myself get into debt, but it chewed out my savings. And asking a trusted friend to set up a two-sign authority, not at a bank I had, or not, yeah, at a bank, which we both agreed and I wouldn't withdraw from unless I'd brought a long-term asset that we'd had a discussion about that it was worthwhile investment. The only thing we ever took money out of that apart from the house deposit was to buy a high quality piano which will be in our family for several generations and as part of that using automatic transfers and even some direct <laughs> payments from my boss <laughs> to that account to ensure I never had the temptation of a bucket of cash lying around an account so I could see whenever I wanted Active, online. Active man. Yeah. I, I'd do this you know give my cash to my sister and be like, don't, <laughs> don't give it back to me. Yeah I'm I did that with my mum. Yeah I can't no, trust so, myself yet.
1: Yeah if I get paid a grand I'm sending you whatever percentage you know half of it or whatever I'm going to live off you know whatever's yeah. left over.
0: I so, like it's such an easy thing to do and it's easy not idea. embarrassing. It's it's like really taking ownership and I think your parents would really respect you for it. So if you, yeah, don't do I that because you're embarrassed. Like
1: The other thing in that, like you mentioned, blew a bit up on credit card or whatever, it's so common for people, I see it quite a lot when they get into like a hustle mindset and they're like, I'm up at 3.40am, I'm drinking thermos coffee, having a sleep <laughs> or whatever on the side of the road for the, they go and make this extra money and then blow it. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, you need to start pricing whatever you're buying in your time, not in dollars, because, like, it is costing you dearly. Mm. (laughs) Like, if you just, if you're going to, you know, if if young Luke's going to buy a Lazy Boy (laughs) down in Taranaki, and, you know, they're three and a half grand, but, you know, he's feeling good because he worked overtime, you know, on Saturday and Sunday and made that extra money, like, Think about the price you're paying for that out of your life. Yeah, yeah. Like um, you're only on the planet for a certain amount of time. Are you sure you want to do that?
0: Man, it's that <laughs> thing I said the other day on Instagram. Like you swap your life for your goals. You better make sure the goals are fucking worth it. Not lazy yeah. boys. <laughs> not, lazy not lazy boys in fucking king size beds. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Okay, this next one's very <laughs> short. Now, Liam is not bothered if we share his name, and he's also from the Bay of Plenty, from Todonga. He says, his financial story, tried to play the set and forget game in the crypto world and ended up losing everything, having my money in Celsius.
1: Big learning curve. Oh, yeah, that was an interesting one. Yeah, so I I can give you first hand. (laughs) What's what's your advice on that one, (laughs) (laughs) Luke? Listen to Mikey when when he (laughs) says withdraw it, eh?
0: (laughs) Hey, Liam, you will be able to put your losses into your tax return. (laughs) Uh, Oh, no. so, So make sure you at least get your taxes back on those. How much
1: did you lose in Celsius, Luke?
0: Uh... I, I, I think I had the, like, like a, let, the peak. Let's
1: used the peak amount Oh 30 to 40k Yeah Yeah, yeah. yeah it's quite a lot isn't it Yeah It's yeah, yeah. not a small amount of money is it No <laughs> Two times my credit card It <laughs> took me years to pay off Exactly Oh,
0: yeah, big learning yeah. curve. So what Celsius was, was basically if you brought some crypto, you could then give it to Celsius. They would pay you a percentage of your crypto back to you each week. And I'm like, fuck, this is pretty sick. Every week they're doing this. And mm-hmm. then um, ultimately you were smart and you'd withdraw that and you would uh, never use Celsius again. But basically Celsius couldn't maintain the way that they were operating and they mm-hmm. went under and they'd been using, I assume, I shouldn't say anything defamatory, but they'd probably been... Giving
1: that... Celsius. yeah. Just say whatever you want. They filed <laughs> for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. They're scum. Oh, baby. <laughs> so everyone lost their cash. Yeah. Well, by the looks of it. I just for people in the crypto space, when you see like APR, which is like annual premium return or whatever, and it's like 20% or even pretty much anything that's above term deposit, bond yields and mortgage rates, even if... Yeah, it's a secured loan. So what I mean by that is, like, let's say uh, Bitcoin is the collateral that you're giving over and they're lending it out. And, you know, there is collateral there. It's a super volatile one. But if you're seeing interest rates that are higher than normal bank lending, banks have been doing this for hundreds of years. Yeah. And if you think that some new guy has come into the space because there's new cryptocurrency and that, you know, it's just because they're better and they're giving 10% yield. No, they're giving out dog shit loans, and they're going to fucking, you're going to lose. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't touch them. I saw uh, BlockFi, which is another version, basically a, a, a lending platform where you give them and you get a return. They've, they've filed. Um, there's some some shit going on with Genesis Earn, which is like basically another version of that product. Like, mm. all these guys are getting margin called, because the the volatility of the asset fucked them up, and then people do what's called a bank run and want their assets back to to be able to liquidate and sell. Yeah. Because they need cash, and then the collateral gets pulled, and the loans haven't been paid, and it's a fucking mess. So just be careful with it, eh? Yeah. Um, or, or go and understand the mechanics. Like I put quite a lot of effort and time into personally myself to learn about how that stuff worked. Um, and I ended up never putting any stuff in there. Yeah. You did.
0: Yeah, yeah, I did. (laughs) But I knew better. And so, and I should have taken it out, but I just didn't care. And I've got a couple of lessons of my own on this because this person said, uh, losing everything, having my money in there. Now,
1: yeah, that's no good either.
0: Yeah. So there's Mm. lesson number one you don't want to be all in on something like this. Mm. You want to be all in on yourself. That's the only thing you're all in on. Yeah. yeah. You want to be real careful being all in on anything. Even all in, with if you get to fucking 500 grand in cash, Yeah, all in in one bank, probably not a good idea. Split that shit up between yep. five different banks. Yep. Because what happens if Westpac goes over one day and you're like, I didn't realise that could happen. They're like, hey, here's 100 grand back. That's what you're guaranteed for. Man, sorry. wealthy we,
1: people sometimes don't even put it in the bank. They buy government bonds. Hmm, so there so you go. no bank has it. It's an so vault.
0: Be, be always be very careful thinking that going all in is a smart thing to do on any investment. I didn't do that, and I was happy to lose whatever I did put in. For some reason, I didn't take the cash out when I knew that risk was there. You said to me, bro, probably pull this, and I was like, I kind of want to see what happens if, like, watch this play out. <laughs> so... I think I was making, like, life was probably going too good for me that I just didn't even care to that mm. point. I was sort of like, well, it's only 0.3 of a Bitcoin, this many Ethereum and stuff. But you goes. only feel that way in the good times, though. When exactly. it's bad times,
1: you'd really like that stuff back.
0: And now lesson three is I'm like, oh, you know that real old guy called Warren Buffett, um, if you've ever heard of him? I think he's got two investing rules, and the first one is don't lose money, and the second one is rule one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm like, ah, oh, okay. He is the like, king of
1: protecting downside, man. Yeah. Um, uh, One of his latest interviews I watched, he said, um, it, as I've got older and the funds got bigger, it's got even more important to reduce, like, manage drawdown control. It's a, it's a good story for you too, mate, because what I did only a week or so ago is I went
0: and I looked at the total amount of cash that I had come in in 2022, mm. and I was like, oh, I'm going to go and make sure that I actually did save 40% of this income and I'll be able to do that by seeing what my net worth is mm. through my tracker at 31 December 2021 mm. and what it is at 31 December 2022 and I went and had a look and I was like, fuck, I've saved way more than 40%, I am an absolute freak <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, okay, Like I've invested a few, like I've spent a lot this year, I've t- changed things around and then I was like, oh hang on, that's 30th of December 2020. I'm like, oh, I've hidden the 2021 tab. I'll open that back up. Oh,
1: two years. And then I'm like. Cut it in half, boy. Yeah. (laughs)
0: And I'm like, huh. Why was my net worth so high at the end of 2021 compared to what it is now? And I'm looking line by line. And I'm like, I've increased the amount of cash that I've saved. Like, I worked my fucking face off in 2022. I'm timesing 40% times the money that I had coming in thinking this isn't stacking up. (laughs) And I'm looking at 2021, and it's kind of the height of everything, right? So, like, my KiwiSaver was flying. November
1: 21.
0: Yeah, my, my shares were higher. My crypto was like, you know, 100G worth of crypto. That's now probably worth 25 grand. Yeah. So, let's say that in then 2022, I've saved uh, 75K. Mm. Well, it's finished, it's gone. Yeah, yeah, because my hundred G worth of crypto like is now worth twenty five K, but I've saved seventy five K. I'm ba- I'm back to square one. Yeah,
1: and that's so it's, the, a, it's a loss year.
0: Yeah, don't lose money. Like, yeah, ne- try not to lose. Yeah, and then rule, go back to rule number one. So, like, it was a good smack in the face for me of like, oh fuck, I am back on the right track of like stacking cash again and just yeah. But you know that money on that paper wasn't really true because that crypto can move and whatnot. Same with the shares. But you know, I pump money into. The uh my KiwiSaver account all through twenty twenty two just evaporated again. It's basically the same. I up my contributions and it's just the same as what it was. And yeah, but also I remember there's a graph of <coughs> Warren Buffett's uh, net worth mm. year after year. okay. Eh? Yeah, but but there are some years where it goes backwards. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <coughs> and I'm you know that's a good reminder of how the market. Like, is the market, is the market, is the market, yeah, yeah. you know, and you want to be smart about what you're doing, uh, but at the same time, you're not ever going to be able to control all of that stuff. Right, we'll do one more here, mate, uh, and this is Haley from Hamilton. Now, Haley says, overview of my financial story. Throughout my 20s and early 30s, I had the mindset that the only way to get the things I wanted was to do so through finance or credit cards. Oh, man, this is going to be bad. And not saving for things as it was easier to get credits. Shit, man, can you get me a. No, here we go. And and not saving for things as it was easier to get credit, which created years of bad habits and debt. I have spent the last few years clearing all debt by each month, setting a goal on when I was going to pay, and then once completed or throughout, close, close or change limits, and then have been debt free since early 2021. It was such a great feeling each time I paid something and would remind myself how that felt and how it feels to be debt-free. Brackets much better than spending on credit or just paying the minimum each month. This is something we bang on about all the time Mm. and it's so hard to articulate and I think so few people understand this because we just don't do it. Yeah. It's just like, oh yeah, I I hear what you're saying but why wouldn't I have a credit card? Yeah, I, I always pay it back on the due date.
1: There's a Yeah. I mean, there's a reason these companies exist. And it's not for you to make money and get air points. It's and there's a
0: reason they hire heaps of staff and they can afford <laughs> and they all they your credit
1: card rewards that you get. They own the biggest towers in every city around the world. And you're like,
0: oh, but I always pay it back on time and I never pay interest. But when you do use it, they're like, hey, hey, uh, Credit and there's a 3% surcharge to use your credit card. You're like, yeah, no worries. <laughs> Cool, got another 30 cents of ear points. <gasps> Joke's on you. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> Come on. The goal is to stay debt-free and saving for the things that I might need or want. It's a great feeling to not have debt except car loan, which was not for the full purchase amount, and have the freedom to make better financial decisions. Feel like I'm a few years behind. This is interesting because this is what I used to say, but then what I realized is like, I'm not behind. Like <laughs> I, I guess I still say it, but...
1: You do. Yeah. You say it all the time. Yeah, I wasted my <laughs> yeah. 20s. Yeah. But you, you're behind where you know you could be if you figured this shit out yeah, sooner. Yeah, you're just behind where you know you, you should yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because
0: you know that the path forked at some stage, and you forked it, you yeah. fucked it, and you went down the wrong <laughs> yeah. way. And now you've had to go all the way back to if, the fork and if, go down the right way. If
1: you run the comparison thing in your head, you're always going to be behind or in front yeah. of someone, so don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Great point, great way to put it. Uh, but really glad that I changed my mindset and did not continue on with the same habits and mindset. Now, mindset, remember, was that the only way to get things was to do so through financial credit cards, and it's just not true. Like it's just dumb, but it's just what you're taught to do. Still early in my journey and continuing to learn as I go and setting new goals. I do not live with regrets, but do wish I had this mindset from a very younger age. And that's probably that comparison. Um, and really like that it has been discussed and talked about a lot more. Maybe I just didn't see this in the past. Yeah, probably not, right? Like, this mm. stuff isn't new. It's no. just coming out in new formats and, and content so people are a bit more brave about it. But, yeah, I, I think I was trying to give good advice along the way and stuff as well. I'm like, nah, worry about that next year. Yeah. You know? Oh, great. Yeah. Another two grand in credit card debt. Yep. Uh, oh, it's only 2K, you know. Really enjoy your emails and taking what can work for me to continue to grow and learn if I can help others from my past and learnings and stop people from making the same mistakes I made I would be happy to share more nice one good good story from Haley. very good uh, but yeah these are quite lengthy so we'll do we'll do some more mate uh, in the in the coming weeks but there's some good themes in there anything that sticks
1: out for you specifically um, I think the the comparison that one, that one just you know like you'll always feel like that. Yeah. For the rest of your life.
0: Well, like, I just did it with the crypto thing, right? Like, oh shit. Yeah. In 2022, I've just blitzed it by yeah, yeah. <laughs> putting all my money into crypto in 2021, not all of it, but you know. Yeah.
1: yeah. What's that? There's like a quote. It's comparison is the thief, thief of, of joy. joy. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And if you think about that and unpack that, it's so true way eh? because like you can you can compare no matter how good you get or how much money you make or how nice you are or how good you are at your sport there's pretty much always going to be someone better. 100%. And someone who makes more money. Yes. And someone, you know, like, it's just constant. Even
0: when you really clock it in New Zealand, then you just have a quick Google of bigger countries but that have been around longer. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm... I start... I, like, last year, I've started, like, looking at the States, and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this shit is still the Wild West. Like, yeah. I feel so, like, contracted in New Zealand when you start opening your brain. But if you if you thought like that then you'd never get done anything done in New Zealand yeah you know if you let it consume you I just think the comparison comparison one's good I do think you can use comparison positively Um, yeah like it's like oh well it's comparing to yourself like uh, the story a lot of these stories are like in the shit getting out of the shit right yeah Um, and I think somewhere along the way you'd be like fuck this just isn't sitting right with me and it'll probably come from somewhere like you're comparing yourself Mentally, to where you know you should be right now. That's it. And you'd be like, okay, I actually need to make a change, or else I'm never actually going to get to that point. Mm. And, and you've and got stuff to blame. Yeah, and there's yeah, there's only one person responsible. Yeah. So yeah, if you are going to compare, use it in the in the right direction. I think. Um, but yeah, pretty mm. cool to see. There's a few people that have turned themselves around. Nice to see people thinking, keep the change too. eh?
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I always say. That's why we here? Don't compare yourself to who you were yesterday. Compare yourself to who you want to be tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I really love that thing about um like just just ask your 60-year-old self. Mm. I really like that. Like, That's cool though. Would they be happy for you to buy that fucking
0: lazy boy right now? Yeah. Like are they, are they all good to pay that off for the next 3 years?
1: You know, if you if you imagine your 60-year-old self is like a a, a well-off, enjoyed life type individual or however you want to be at 60 and, you, and you're looking back talking at 30-year-old Mikey being like you don't really need that new bait board on your boat, mate, because you're not going to catch more fish. You're still loving fishing. Mm. You don't need a $1,000 addition to your boat. And, like, it would be like, oh, he'd be taking the piss out of me, like, you idiot. Yeah. Like, that's never going to help you, you know? And and I use that quite a bit personally. It's smart. It's just, it's, you're teaching yourself how to think, right, rather mm. than, like, the consumer
0: and the credit card debt, like, all that stuff. It's basically where... Don't think. We're trying to encourage people. Don't think. Don't think. Don't. Just mm. do. Just do. Just do. Just do it. Like, mm. you know, oh, oh, you, mate, I saw this. I nearly filmed this. I saw this on TV. <laughs> Harvey Norman at the moment. No, should I have to be careful because I have to get it right? I think it's fuck them. Harvey Norman. I think it was them. <laughs> like one of these big companies, right? Uh, 60 months interest free at the moment. Mm. For every $1,000 you spend. That's been going for years. But for every $1,000 you spend on 60 month tick will give you $100 back we oh. will give you a hundred dollar voucher. So it had the examples along the bottom of spend ten thousand dollars, you get a thousand dollars of store credits. So if you borrow it over sixty sixty, 60 months. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my god. Like yeah. they're incentivizing you of to course, take debt, right? Like it's that's
1: a business model. Mm. Yeah, they And there'd be a three percent surcharge to use that card too. Yeah, right? there'd be admin <laughs> fees and buddy balloon payments and all sorts of things. I mean, you just you just have to use the critical thinking part of your brain and be like why does this exist mm. and even just accept that your critical
0: thinking may not be that good because society is encouraging us more and more not to think
1: yeah to just just try yeah you have to try and be really individual and be like
0: why would the bank want me to have a credit card yep. like why, why do I think that this is really smart to always just pay it off on time but then always ignore the 3% surcharge that I'm paying each time
1: almost everything is incentive based mm. and they're they're tr- you're like they're tricking you into like the material item. Yep. You know, and your incentive is to get that faster than you can save for it. And, and um, justify why. But they can lever they're leveraging that basically. Yep. And they're buying more than a lazy boy, eh, because they're making bullions. Mm. They got multiple lazy boys over at Mr. Visa's <laughs> <V's> house, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> Other very interesting concept I bumped into this week, mate, that
0: I had never seen before. Someone said whether you get paid weekly, fortnightly, monthly, especially if you get paid monthly, like it's a lot scarier. Divide, oh, sorry. Work out how many more paydays you've got until you're 65 when you think you may retire, so to speak. And they're mm. like, then you'll start taking your paydays way more seriously. I thought, that's wow. Quite
1: a, that's quite an interesting way to do it, yeah.
0: Yeah. like Imagine if you get paid monthly, times it by 12, how many even months, years you've still got to go and you mm. realise like, shit how many more of those am I going to waste yeah like, definitely Yeah, yeah and yeah that's interesting because that number won't actually be that big so let's say no. you know like let's say that you are 25 and you've got 40 years and you think well I get paid monthly I've got fucking long way to go i got 40 years till I'm going to get to 65 you've got 480 paydays to go it's not much you think well at the moment I'm saving $100 per payday <laughs> you have 48k yeah
1: that's what's sad eh
0: 100% <laughs> That's
1: a bit sad Yeah You know yeah, You probably want to start that would probably Kick your ass And make you start taking action Yeah
0: and that's where you go Oh and this is what I used to do I'd be like Yeah but in my 30s And my 40s i I'll probably make like half a mil Like I'll be fucking killing it Like I don't need to worry About that shit now <laughs> And and all of that, and you realise like, oh, that ain't that ain't what happens. It doesn't come to you. Yeah, you're like, oh, only three percent of Kiwis are earning over 180k. Hmm, maybe I got that wrong. That I'd be getting paid 400 grand to be an accountant for some (laughs) shitty firm. Like, I might have to go and do it myself, or I might have to adjust the amount that I'm saving, or actually understand how this shit works a bit more. But anyway, mate, we'll tick uh, flick MJ back on. Mm. Remember, people, you're not alone. That's the key to this, and this is why we're doing these: is for you to see that you may be feeling a bit down about the situation you're in you think like fuck how did I get here this is why we're always vulnerable about the things that we've done that we necessarily wouldn't do again Uh, and you can see from other people that they've got themselves into trouble they've got themselves out and that's what you want to do you just want to try and make progress and understand that it takes time and can be fixed yeah there is hope
1: just the other night I thought I could to cry